Hi, it's Darren from coachingyoungathletes.com. You know, I recently found out that one word or a group of words can make a big difference. The other day, my three-year-old daughter was putting on her sock or trying to put on her sock. She kept catching her toes on the opening and she was becoming more and more frustrated. And I knew pretty soon that that frustration would turn to her giving up. So I thought it was time to intervene. I knelt down next to her and said, open the sock's mouth really wide. Put all your toes in its mouth and now make the sock swallow your whole foot. As I was saying this, she grinned and it was a winner. On went the sock. The words had an immediate effect. I didn't have to physically assist her. She did it herself and it was just with the help of words. Now we found through this incident that my daughter was actually capable of the skill. It just needed a little bit of unveiling through a little bit of a verbal nudge. And it made me wonder how often do we as coaches or parents see a child struggle with a skill and automatically assume that they're not up to it yet. And we intervene or we just give up on the skill. But the issue may not be with the child. It could be with the teaching. I think and I really encourage people to avoid dismissing an athlete's abilities if they don't get it the first time. Now, of course, there's going to be times when an athlete really is not capable yet of a skill or a movement, but we need to give them a chance. And I think one of the keys is trying to change your angle of approach. You need to experiment with your coaching language. We all need to do this. And I think that coaching language is one variable that I suspect remains largely untapped by many coaches. Now, let's have a look at why certain language may work. In hindsight, I think that those sock cues were really effective because they were brief, they were relatable, and they were meaningful, and they were novel analogies. And let's go through each of those. Firstly, the language being brief. I used three separate cues, and they were open the sock's mouth really wide, put all of your toes in its mouth, and now make the sock, sock swallow your whole foot. No more than eight words in each of those cues. So it appears that the less information that needs to be processed, the less words that need to be processed, the more likely it is to get through to the person who you are delivering those words to. So I think that the coaching takeaway here is when you're giving verbal instructions, keep your cues compact and concise. Secondly, relatable. My daughter could understand and interpret the cues. Now, cues will be much more effective if the person you are giving those cues to it taps into their experience and or their imagination. Now, this, of course, will vary from person to person and from age group to age group. And this is why it is so important that the better you know your athletes, the more potential you have to create great coaching cues for them. So we need to make sure that our coaching cues are compatible 
with an individual. Now, thirdly, I said that these coaching cues to my daughter were meaningful. The cues that I gave to her represented an interesting, age-appropriate, funny description of how you put on socks or how you could put on socks. They absorbed my daughter's attention. Now, people can only learn something that they are attending to. Attention is so important in learning. So the coaching takeaway here, I would suggest, is we need to avoid bland cues. We should always try and dress up our cues with a bit of humour or link them to something that is significant or compelling to the young person. Use cues that captivate. I mentioned before that I also thought that the cues were novel. Well, they were novel to me and they were novel to her. So the words that I used presented a fresh new take on putting on socks. So this provoked her interest and it actually refreshed her energy for the activity. She was trying the same thing, but it felt to her that she was trying something different because she had a new way to go about it. So I think the coaching takeaway here is avoid using the same coaching cues all the time. Draw an athlete's attention with new and unique images. So be creative in your coaching cues. And finally, of course, the coaching cues that I used could be categorized as analogies. The words that I used to my daughter linked an image, linked or to an image of something with which my daughter was already familiar with. Now, as Nick, Nick Winkleman has stated in the past, it would seem that new information is best understood through the lens of something we already know. I'll say that again. It would seem that new information is best understood through the lens of something we already know. That's a quote from Nick Winkleman. So the coaching takeaway here should be that we should try to use cues that compare a skill to something within the athlete's prior experiences. So let's go through those again. Our coaching language, our coaching cues should be brief. Our cues should be relatable to the athlete. They should have meaning to the athlete. They should have some novelty and they should be have an analogy. Now, it is difficult to fit all those things in to your coaching cues, but if you can aim to fit a couple of those things in, all of them magnificent. But we should always be thinking about the language that we're using. Language is so powerful in coaching. And as I said, I think it is underutilized and untapped by many coaches. We should never underestimate the power of language in coaching. I think taking time to craft your language to resonate with your audience will make you a better coach. So if I can help you again, try and remember what these, how to structure some coaching cues. And I've called it the five C's of great coaching cues. We need to be conscious of using our coaching language with purpose. So we need to create cues that are concise, so they're brief. They need to be compatible with the person we're giving the cues to. They need to be able to relate to them. They need to be captivating and therefore meaningful. They should be creative and therefore novel to the athlete. And they should be comparable with something, an analogy. Concise, compatible, captivating, creative, comparable. Now, I'd really like to recognise the work of Nick Winkleman and uh, Coach Reid Maltby recently in speaking about uh, coaching cues and language, and that has been an inspiration for this particular episode.
And just as a bit of a postscript, since putting since the sock incident that I spoke about throughout this article, I've also taught my daughter to do up buttons in a similar way by describing the skill as the buttonhole swallowing the button. So hopefully this has helped you a little bit with your coaching language. I would love to hear from you. Go to coachingyoungathletes.com. It has an associated Facebook page and you can find me at, on Twitter at Darren Wenzer. Thanks for listening. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye for now.